Welcome back. My name is Hayden Searle, and you're just in time for another lesson from The Job Academy, the podcast that helps you learn the steps to land your dream job, whether you're starting off your education, actively job searching, or considering a field change. Today we're going to go more into four-year degrees and the many, many decisions that go into such a degree. The first of which is, what on earth do I major in? But just because this episode is more geared towards those seeking a four-year degree, it doesn't mean that there won't be any kind of application to those who are seeking a two-year degree or even a trade school certificate. So take the time to learn this lesson now from the Job Academy, because this isn't something that they teach you in high school or in a lot of universities. So first off, what even is a major? And what's the difference between a major and a minor? You may have heard about majors and minors when hearing about college. A major is a specific subject area that college students specialize in. Typically, between one-third and one-half of all the courses that you'll take in college will be geared towards your major or related to it. A minor is a secondary field that you can study in while completing your major degree program. It's a specialization that requires fewer courses than a major. Minors are only required for certain degrees, or if your college is accepting of it, you can also pick a minor that either complements your major, which means that it furthers your education, or you could choose a minor that supplements your education, which means it isn't in the same field as your major, but the skills that you learn in both will help to make you a more well-rounded individual. Think of it this way, if you major in business and minor in financials, then you are picking skills that complement each other because business and finances often deal with numbers. But if you choose to major in business but minor in English, then you are choosing skills that supplement each other because one has to do with numbers and the other has to do with letters. And the skills that you learn in both will help to make you a more well-rounded individual. So now onto what it takes to pick a major. A word of advice, don't do what I did. Don't ask yourself, what major should I choose? The right question I should have been asking and the one that I recommend you should ask is, what major is right for me? The difference between these two questions is the fact that when you ask, what major should I choose? You're basically trying to fit yourself into what others might say you should do or what others feel you're good at. And I did a lot of that, so learn from my mistakes. When I first started off my degree, I had to take an English course, like I'm sure many of you will have to, or are currently doing. I already liked English, and I felt like I was really good at it. However, my first English professor was an older, slightly cantankerous gentleman who had a very determined set of beliefs, and he spent a lot of the class talking about those beliefs, and the rest of the time teaching us how to try to write by forming arguments based on movies like James Cameron's Avatar and M. Night Shyamalan's The Happening. If it isn't clear now, his whole agenda is that humans are bad and that we're poisoning and killing our planet. Anyway, uh, 
I tried to learn how best to form an argument, where logical arguments can break down, and even how best to do research. I did well on my homework assignments and tests, but when it came to papers, the feedback I got the most was, you really shouldn't go into English. That really dissuaded me from wanting to go into what eventually became my major, and I've been really successful at it. Moral of the story, when choosing a major, don't ask, what major should I go into? Rather ask, what major is right for me? This other question looks at the situation from the other way around, where you can take the time to feel like what you can do and what you feel like you're good at and find that perfect balance between the two. This very first step in choosing the major, the one that's right for you, is all to discern for yourself the areas of study that are important to you. There are many ways that you can go about picking that right major, but that's all based on either your abilities, your values, your interests, and your passions. Picking a major based on your abilities looks at your natural talents or what you can do and do well, better than most other people. Understanding what areas those are, namely where you have skills and which areas could use work, is a great way to start the elimination process when choosing a college major. However, don't discount the fields where you lack ability just yet. You'll be able to build those up much more during your studies. It is a place to learn after all. Perhaps during this search you could say, I love doing that. Maybe I'll study to become a CPA. But instead, if you want to choose a major based on your core beliefs, it will normally lead to work that is more rewarding and encouraging to you. That isn't to say that skills won't be rewarding, but if you're invested in the work that you do, you'll be more willing to get up every day and work hard at what you do. However, don't look too hard at your values when choosing a major either. University is a time of self-discovery and learning, and so most people don't solidify their values until their college years. But if you find that there's just something inside you that you can't shake, you might say something like, I want to help clean up the high seas. Perhaps I'll choose an environmental science major. Another way to go about picking a major is to focus on what interests you. I mean, if you like doing something, why not get paid for it? Just remember that, as with your values that I previously mentioned, your interests may change over time. The years of university can make current interests that you have into something that you hate, and vice versa. But if you still feel like you can find something that interests you, and you can make a major out of it, then you might find yourself saying, I love the work of the Renaissance painters. I could major in art history. Moving on to your passions. Passions can seem just like interests, only stronger. But this is an understatement. Passions are areas of deep, deep interest, that's for sure. But they also incorporate your values and abilities into something that becomes a burning, lifelong desire. Following your passions, whatever they may be, can be one of the best ways to choose a major, and it generally has the least amount of second-guessing later. However, as with your interests or values, passions may be defined later in life, even after university is over. However, if you can find that golden area where you're saying, I long to help underprivileged children. I want to major in pediatric nursing. Then you've probably found the right major for you. And of course, there's nothing wrong with changing your major once you've declared it. To a point, most four-year universities don't require you to declare a major until you're in your sophomore year. And you can change your major almost all the way through till your junior year. 
So after one semester, if you decided that psychology is no longer for you and that instead you'd like to study computer information systems, most schools will work with you to make that happen. I probably changed my major five times in my head alone before I ever declared anything with the university that I am attending. When I started my college career, I wanted to do English. I wanted to write or teach or do any of the other things that English majors can do. But as you heard earlier, I was dissuaded from that, and it made me really ponder what I wanted to do. Then I thought I wanted to go into business, but the biggest problem with that is I'm terrible at math. So after that, I thought about going into video game art and animation because I love playing video games, and I thought that it would be so cool to get into that industry. However, I realized that there are so many other people out there who are so much better at art than I am, and it made me a little self-conscious. So I moved from video games to cooking or culinary arts, if you're talking fancy. But the thing about the culinary arts is something that I will cover in another episode, and that is that I was afraid that it wouldn't really pay well for me. So after some more searching and some talking with friends and family, I realized that I left English because just one person thought I couldn't handle it. So of course, as long as you respect their advice, there's nothing wrong with asking your family and your close friends for what they feel like they could see you doing. Who knows you better than your friends and family? You can get their input by telling them what you believe your interests, passions, abilities, and values are, and maybe some of the ideas of the majors that you're thinking about pursuing. They might agree, or they might be able to steer you towards things that you hadn't considered, or you hadn't even thought about yet. So they might just help you to be able to include some more information that can help you decide what major to go into. The choice is up to you, but now you have the knowledge to understand all the options that you have available to you. And all thanks to this lesson from the Job Academy. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this lesson, consider subscribing so you never miss another episode. I hope to have you back in the class here soon.